Hello, guys. Welcome back to the next episode of the After Hours Lounge. Uh, sorry, it's been a it's been a wee bit since my last episode, but um, you know, I've been on holiday and I feel like I deserve a holiday. But I am back now, and I am joined. Uh, those of you that follow Lab Bible, those of you where well, you've seen my last episode, here to get all my fucking guests from Lab Bible now. But you know, um, <laughs> so I'm joined on this one, and also another Scotsman, which is very nice. Um, and it is Cami Cami Sale. Um, oh. Hello, thank you very much for coming on. So, Cami came to my attention. I saw a thing on Lab Bible of um, a picture of you with Tyson Fury and a brief kind of blurb about um, about about you and kind of mental health and how how he really you know his story really resonated with you. Um, so, so tell me. I mean, I've I've never met you either. So, tell me tell me a little bit about yourself. Where, where are you from in Scotland? How old are you? Uh, well, I stay in I stay in Fife. Uh, I stay in a wee village, which nobody will probably know. I'm probably. <laughs> 20 minutes from St Andrew's Golf Course. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Half an hour, so I'm probably there. Um, aye, uh, I'm training to be a barber. Oh, uh, I was into, I'm big into football. I used to, used to be playing football. Uh, started training as a coach. Left that, started barbering. Barbering's where it's at. I'm back at college now. Um, yeah. Try to focus on that and do as much as I can for, for mental health in general. Nice. So, I mean, um, it, so, you know, it kind of brief, briefly said in this Lab Bible post that it was because of a, you, you had a kind of car accident and stuff. So what, yeah. what, what, happened, what happened there? Uh, so uh, one night after I'd finished work, uh, we were going to collect one of my mates and um, ended up in a car accident. The, the car done a couple of somersaults um, and uh, it, had, it ended in me breaking my, my back. Uh, breaking my neck, dislocating my neck, and breaking my sternum, which is my chest bone, yeah. uh, and just covered in cuts, really. Um, and then I got taken to the hospital. I was in there for about intensive care for about 10 days, uh, and then got out after about two weeks. Um, so basically, I had to learn to try and walk again, basically. Um, there's a video on... I've been in the Daily Record up here in Scotland, um, which is one of the biggest newspapers in Scotland. I'm not sure if you get that down in England. Um, yeah, I don't think so. But I mean, I was I, I was looking at the website the other day. It's pretty yeah. fine. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's almost as big as the sun up here. Um, so I was covered in is that's uh, what am I trying to say here? Uh, so they covered my story, and that's what uh, that's what's kick started all this, really. So they they seen my story and that's, that's how where I am now actually so big thanks to the daily record big up so I mean so I mean I've you know I actually weirdly like I've you know I've, I do quite a few uh what could be considered as extreme sports but touch wood I've never actually kind of broken anything ended up in hospital like what what was that like I mean were you were you kind of like put into a, a kind of coma or anything or were you kind of there the whole time like um well I was knocked out in like during the crash as the car was uh, going. Um, so I was unconscious, and then I'd, once I'd woke up, um, I don't remember how I got out of the car or if I. The people that were there will know how how I sort of woke up, but um, the next thing I remember, I'm like sitting outside the car, and I'm like, "What is going on? Like, <laughs> what has just happened? Like, I, like honestly, I don't like. I can remember." <clears throat> A couple of seconds before the crash, yeah, <clears throat> and then everything after that's a blur. <clears throat> and then, um, <clears throat> pardon me, um, yeah, everything was a blur. And then I'm sitting there, and then the the police were there, and then the ambulance came. And then next thing I know, I'm lying on a hospital bed because they'd give me morphine. Yeah. Um, I had several scans when I went into the hospital. I was, I was really like, I wasn't in a coma, but I wasn't there, but I was. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's, I think that's probably the drugs that done that, that done that. Yeah. Um, so I was sort of like, I was there, but I was like, it was weird. It was a weird feeling, like, um, but I, I, I wasn't really able to move because I was wrapped up in like this big. I don't know how to explain it. This big bag thing. If there's anyone listening that uh, is familiar with, with doctors and nurses terms you'll know what I'm on about exactly what I'm on it's about like a I was board, isn't it? yeah like yeah a board, so they like do that to you don't they 
Yeah, I was in this big box thing because obviously yeah. I broke my neck and then yeah, I was wrapped yeah, yeah. up because so, they were fearing me being paralysed. Yeah, so you can't move. So I couldn't move. Um, I had scans and stuff and it was... Uh, if I, I can't remember exactly how much it was, but it was really close. The the break was really close to going into my spinal cord. like, And, and I'm talking really close. Yeah, yeah. So uh, luck was on my side that night. yeah. That so was, was on it, my side that night, put it, it that way. Was it just like, was it just the actual spine and the vertebrates that you broke then? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was, it was scary, eh? Like, and I've, I've never felt pain like that before. No. But obviously it was in control, eh? It was controlled. Yeah. It was a controlled pain, but it still hurt. It still right. hurt. Um, but it's, it's like I said, and it's well documented, I would take that and more over the mental health struggles that I had. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw you'd written that. That's that's super interesting. Um, yeah, I reckon a lot. A lot of people probably. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people haven't been in that position, have they? They don't have that experience of. I know what it's like to have a broken back and a broken neck. You know. Um, I didn't recommend it. Yeah, it doesn't sound very fun. So how long? How long did it go from you being, you know, the night of the accident? How long did it go from there until you were kind of like up and walking again? Like I think I think I read something like, are you still? Are you still kind of a bit suffering with injuries now like what's yeah um so uh probably when i got out of intensive care because uh, i had surgery a couple of days after the crash uh, to build my neck back up right um i've got pins and plates just holding it together basically i know um it's either that or basically live like well squint yeah. neck and yeah. it would just it would just cause me major issues nice. and, but I mean, just I would rather have that than be dead. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, so I would say ten days. I think it was the ten day mark where I started getting up on my feet when the physios started coming in. Nice. And I try. I started getting on my feet and then walking a bit in my room. But if 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 anyone knows me well, they know that I don't give up. Eh? I I keep going. I keep digging. I, and I was just so fed up. And this is when the depression started to kick in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm sitting in my bed and it's like late at night and I can't sleep because I'm in agony and I'm sitting there and obviously you, nobody's with you and yeah. you can't really speak to anyone and you're just sitting staring at the four walls eh? and and at the end of like you're you're out your face as well on medication yeah. so again it's like you're like like you're high with medication but you're low because of your mood yeah, yeah, and you're just getting yeah. sick of it, and is 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 not a good place to be. No. Um, I really no, it's that was horrible. That was horrible. Um, but yeah, ten days, and I started getting up on my feet again, and I just wanted to go away. Like I just wanted out, and I just wanted to live my life. But I think I lived my life a bit too much after when I got out. So I got out after the, about the two weeks mark. Right. Um, and I was out in a, in my home. I was bed bound and I was trying to go for walks and stuff around my wee block yeah um but I think I'd done too I'd done way too much and actually done myself more damage ended back in the hospital uh for about a week yeah just over a week um back on medication and things uh I, I was taking medication throughout that wee period where I, before I went back into the hospital and then I got rushed back into hospital after um by ambulance as well so it just do you know what I mean? It just, it seemed like it was never ending. Yeah. And then that's how the depression kicked in. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I started accepting that this is my life now. Yeah. Um, and then, and you get those thoughts, you're like, this isn't what I planned my life to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, always, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'll, I've always dreamt of being a footballer. Um, yeah. I've always dreamt of being a footballer. And although I stopped football for a period because it wasn't working and like I, I, I felt I needed a wee break because of my... Um, like I was, I was struggling a bit before the crash as well mentally. Yeah. Um, things weren't right, so I focused on the barbering side of things, so I could. So it's like sort of I had a back plan. Yeah. yeah. A full back plan from football. Um, and then just when that happened, it, like, it was just trying to accept the fact that I'll never be able to play football again. Like, and the thing that's. I still find it hard to this day and I get upset talking about it is the fact that I actually can't 
pursue my dreams of yeah. being in football. Like maybe I could be a coach. I've been a coach before, um, but the fact that I can't pursue my dreams because of actual physical injuries is is heartbreaking. Eh, like not actually being able to do things, especially because I'm a fighter. Eh, like I I don't give up when I want something. Yeah. But to actually know that you can't win this time is is soul destroying, and that's. And that period of, I think it was period of acceptance that really dragged me down yeah. uh, to my worst, worst you place. Up, you end up feeling like, you end, kind of end up feeling like a prisoner in your own body, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, and I've also well documented this quote. Um, it's like being underwater and you're the only one who can't breathe, but everyone around you can. Yeah. Everyone can breathe underwater, but you can't. So you feel like you're suffocating. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's honestly, like, and I, and again, I'll say it again. I'll take. I would take two broken backs. I'd take another broken neck. Yeah. For for the, those mental health struggles to. Honestly, I would honestly. Well, I think. I, mean I think a big thing as well is you know you. It's not just that. Like you just feel really lonely as well. I imagine because yeah. it's not. Yeah. And there's a, and, and there's a, yeah. There's a difference between being lonely and feeling lonely. Yeah. Like, and and I think with people that are that don't suffer from mental health issues, they don't understand the difference between being lonely and feeling lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I felt lonely, people would say to me, oh, but you've got us, but, and, and that's like, that's, like, it's a different, it's a totally different feeling. Yeah. Like, you know you've got people, but you feel lonely. Yeah. And like, it's, it's, it is, you know, it is soul destroying, eh? Like. Oh, uh, it's not a physical loneliness, is it? Yeah, it's a mental loneliness. Yeah, there's a diff there's a difference between there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. You know, like I'm yeah. I'm, really, I'm super happy like in my own in my own company. Like I'm really yeah, good. Good I'm really good at chilling out by myself and all that stuff. But that's so different to like feeling like you're all on your own. Yeah, exactly. Um, and exactly. I think sometimes people, as you said, people who don't necessarily have these issues get they get that a bit confused and they're like, Well, why don't you just go just go hang out with your friends? And I'm like I could sit in the pub surrounded by 10 of my mates and I'm still going to feel the same. Exactly. And it's like, and it's like this, uh, like everyone, like you'll see it all over social media, um, like pictures of this guy and it's like him smiling. And then it's like beneath this is a world of pain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, I've never heard something so true. Eh? Like yeah. I would go out with my mates and like when I started to feel better, we used to go for a walk and things um, with my mates that, that stay in my village. Um, and I would put this like fake personality on, yeah. Um, to be somebody who I'm not, like to be happy, eh? Like it's like this fake wall of happiness. It's like this wall of happiness, and then behind it is the truth. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult place. But and, that that comes from though, you know, you. That's a worry as well. Of like, if I if I tell all my mates this, they're either gonna, you know, just tell me to calm down. And yeah, man up and all this, or you get worried that they're going to be like, "Well, I can't be arsed with this guy; he's a killjoy." And know? then you get left out. Yeah, that's what that's what I feel like would happen. That's it. And actually, after I after I came out, I mean, I told a couple of my mates that I was struggling, but when I first started this podcast in December, so many of my mates came and spoke to me and were like, "What?" Because I recorded like an intro episode where I kind of talked about my own struggles, and they were like, "What the fuck." They were like, why didn't I know about this? And, you know, all this. And one of my best mates said to me, and I think it's a quote that's quite widely used, and they were like, I'd rather sit on the phone with you for 10 minutes than sit at your funeral, you know? Yeah. And, and when they all said that, and I think the weird thing is, once I did this and I, you know, kind of spoke about it, suddenly they all started speaking as well. One of them was like, oh, I suffer with anxiety and I suffer with this and this. So it kind of, and this isn't me blowing my own trumpet, but I feel like as soon as one of us start eating mom said like something vulnerable about themselves quite a few of the others were like oh yeah i feel yeah like that too. so it's, it's it's almost like a up uh, you're setting a level of comfort exactly where as soon as one person opens up and i know like when i first started doing all this i actually written down my feelings yeah i'd written down how i'm feeling i screenshotted it and then i put it on social media and the amount of support i got from that yeah, yeah. like at the time was it was i think it was about a hundred retweets yeah and at that point that's a lot but now i'm sitting at like a hundred thousand on yeah, mad yeah. bible i think that's how many people liked it but i'm not entirely sure 
Um, but as, as the fact of it's growing, and even um, even if my story reached two people and it helped one of them, I'm I, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, that's like, it. Exactly. Over the mood, but the fact that it's reached such high amount of people and the messages I receive, honestly, like the, the night that came out on Lad Bible, yeah, I think I received thousands, almost thousands of messages. Eh, and I'm sitting reading it, and I, like that everyone's just saying you're an inspiration you're a legend and I just sat and looked at them all eh? and I, I just burst into tears eh? so, yeah, how, did, how, did, how did you how did that make you feel obviously because I imagine like I've, I've had a few you know I've not had thousands but I've had a few messages about the podcast saying oh, it really helps I really enjoy it and stuff and like it makes me feel really emotional and stuff but at the same time it's not necessarily like validate me like I still have those feelings where I'm like the podcast is shit or what you know I still get those feelings you know so how, how does that how does that react with you obviously because you've had it on such a big scale um it's only one word to describe it mate and that's happy yeah and I've not felt I've not I've never felt in the last about 10 months ago the crash was so right. in 10 months I never felt happiness yeah I never felt it and every time I went out I'm putting everything on to to please other people. Um, but when I when I when I feel like uh, when I got all those messages and I, and it went to places and I, I just felt happiness. Yeah. And I wasn't cry. I like I didn't cry at the messages of sadness. I just cried and I thought to myself, I've done it. Like, I've, yeah, I've maybe not beat mental health. Like mm-hmm. I still have days where, like yesterday, I was not the yesterday, the day before. I didn't move from my bed because I was feeling rubbish. Yeah, yeah. And like, I sometimes I need to take my own advice. And like, we always have down days. Everyone will have down days. It's normal for people to have down days. Yeah, yeah. But how you deal with them? It's like you need to you need to push yourself. I know it's hard, eh? But the more you push yourself, the better results you'll get. Yeah. Like, and and I'd I decided to to make a difference, eh? And pushing and fighting was. It's hard there, but I made. I just took every hour as it came. I never went. I just never took every day as it came because I don't know what the night would bring. Yeah. Uh, I just took every hour as it as it came. Uh, I would watch a program. I would lie in my bed if I was listening to music. I'd just wait, and then I'd wait for the next hour to come. And I'm like, right, I've got through an hour. Let's get through the next hour. I think and then just take yeah. that. I think that that's a good that's a good way of doing it, and you know I kind of do something something similar as well. For me, it's like for me, it's it's all about like the small victories. You got you got to take all those. Whether it's like being anxious about even going on a car journey, and you like you get two thirds of the way, and you're like, yes, I'm I'm nearly there. I've done it. You know, something something small like that. Going out for a dinner. Going, you know, like for you walking up the stairs. You know, yeah. injury. You know, you. I think trying to like stay as present as possible and taking those small victories and being like, you know, like giving yourself a pat on the back and being like, you know, I did it. I did, I did that bit. Now it's on to next. Cause I think, especially for you, you know, sitting in your room injured, I guess it's really easy for you to like either dwell on the past or look to the future and go, well, I can't be a footballer anymore. I can't do this. Yeah, exactly, mate. You end up just That's getting easily. overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. I could just sit there and, and I often do. I often sit there and go, I'll never be able to do that. Yeah, but I used to sit and do that, and every now and again I still do. But now I back up with a positive and go, but I'm going to do this. Exactly. Yeah, I might not be able to do that, but I can still. I'm going to do this, and I'll encourage people. I'll help people. But see, when I received all those messages, right, it's that feeling was on par, probably with winning the World Cup. And (laughs) I mean, it's a bit extreme because Scotland will never win the World Cup, but. But I can tell you now that was some feeling. Eh? I, I, I think I cried for about twenty minutes. Eh? Yeah. I'm just sitting there like happy, and I'm like screaming. I'm like, well, I'm not screaming, but I was like, yes, like crying. Yeah. Eh? But actually, and as well, that's not a. It's it's funny because you being a footballer, it would mm-hmm. be something good for you. You know, yeah, because yeah. you know you win a game and you win it for the fans or whatever. But actually, what you did there was probably so much more valuable and meaningful to so many more people than just you winning a football yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so, I, that's that's the reason I didn't do it for me. No, and actually, I done it. I done it to help others. Eh? Yeah, like, I never, I never do anything like I, I should, but I never do anything for myself. I always do it to to help as many others as I can. 
I think that's, yeah, well, that's, that's one of those things. And there's so much more value. People, I think a lot of people maybe don't realize this. And I think, you know, that there is, should definitely be time for like doing things for yourself. But I think you need to make sure, you know, if you're doing something big like that, like you're always going to get a lot more uh, kind of value out of it for yourself if you're doing it for other people, I think. Yeah, exactly. Mate. You know? Exactly. And, exactly. And, and receiving, you know, receiving the kind of praise you get and this kind of support and all this stuff. And, oh, I'm going through something similar and it's amazing. I mean, you're seeing it every day now. I think, you know, mental health is one of those things where actually a lot of people are turning around now, aren't they? And being like, oh, this, this is actually a thing. This is quite important. Yeah, it's getting much more recognition now. A hundred percent, much more. Especially in, um, especially for men, I think. You know, yeah, and, and it, the thing is, right, it's getting much more recognition, but it can't stop. Do you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. needs, it needs to just keep, keep going, keep going. That's it. Um, yeah, it just, it, it can't stop because if it stops, it's one of those things that could fall back down the pecking oh, order again. For sure. Like I'm, you know, I had my, my worst point came at like the end of 2018. Um, mm. And, you know, I was like living in my flat down south. And then my mum, my mum lives up, I grew up in the Highlands. So my mum right. lives up there and she literally like put me on a plane and I just flew straight up and, and all this. Yeah. And it was a year from there until pretty much exactly a year after that, I started the podcast. Um, yeah. and, and yeah, I'm it's been, feeling, it's been such a good thing for the podcast oh, man, um, sometimes, sometimes you might not feel that you're, you're helping but even again you'll, get, you'll, you'll feel the same as me if you're helping one person yeah 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 it doesn't matter already, if, I, if I stopped doing it today I'd, I don't, I'd, I'd still feel like I've achieved whatever I have in the last few months you know yeah, exactly. um, you should be proud of yourself mate honestly you should thank you um, yeah so it's it, you know, it is, it is one of those things um, that just, it, it can always come back. So I think you always, once you've had like a kind of a bad time in your head, you're always kind of aware of that like little bit that could come back, which, which I think is actually a good thing. But like you said, and like mental health isn't something you beat, you know, you don't, you don't win, yeah. you don't, you're, ne you're never winning, you're never going to win the game because the game never stops. You know, mm -hmm. so you, you just got to be aware of it and just keep going right. Okay, and and actually, I'm maybe you actually a little bit different. But if I wake up and I'm having a bad day, um, if I can, uh, I I just like steer into it and I go right. I'm I'm going to do whatever I want to do today. So I'm yeah, like, that's what I do now. Yeah, yeah. I completely I completely steer into the skid if I'm like right. My brain's not in it. Like I, I'm self-employed. I work from home, so I'm quite flexible with it. So I'm like right. I'm not going to do any work today. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna play the Xbox. I'm gonna watch a film. You know, I'm just yeah. going to chill. And I think that, that kind of does, you know, cook some nice food. Um, I think that's a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves to, um, I'm feeling shit, but such and such at work said that I need to man up. So I'm just going to go and do everything I usually do in a day. And then it makes you, that makes you feel worse. And then the next day you wake up feeling like shit again. And then I think that's the, that's the slippery slope, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just about taking... Each day as it comes, maybe even each hour as it comes, um, sure. and doing things that you enjoy to make yourself better. Because at the end of the day, you only get one life, eh? And and it's a short life, so yeah. you need to do things that you can look back on and go, "Oh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed yeah. that." Yeah. You know what I mean? So, if anyone listening to this, that's my piece of advice: you only get one life, so go out there and make the absolute most of it. Yeah. Make memories. Do things you want to do. If you want to go skydiving, go skydiving. Because everything you want is on the other side of fear. Yeah. And I think as well, a lot of people, for me as well, I find a lot, a lot of people put too much stock in money making them happy. Is that, that's yeah. quite a big thing that I, I've kind of noticed. Um, so I've, I've, I was in the water sports industry for the last like 10 years. I basically lived overseas for like seven or eight years. Didn't really earn any money. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I spent years just... I basically spent eight years going around the world windsurfing. Um, but did you enjoy it though? Oh mate, like I, I genuinely think out of everyone in my year at school, I had, I've had more fun than them in my twenties. Uh, I've probably earned... That's all that matters at the end of the day. But, but then again, I think I say that, but then I look at them and what I was doing probably wouldn't be their happiness, you know? Yeah, um, well, that's all that matters. You're, the only, you're only responsible for your happiness. Exactly. And you can yeah, do yeah. things to fulfill your dreams you need to set goals beat 
beat goals. You need to do things that make you happy. Eh? It's like, like I just said, it's it's your life. Eh? You make the most of it because again, it's short. You don't know. You never. Nobody's ever guaranteed a tomorrow. Well, I mean, you you know that you know that better than most. I mean, well, I know that better than anyone. Like, yeah. I mean, something. I mean, I you know, I had friends. Friends, when I was younger, I, uh, my one of my really good friends when we were younger, her older brother was involved in a in a similar, by the sounds of it, similar car crash, and her, yeah. even her like view on life was really different to all of ours because she was just like she had very much this like ah fuck it mentality, yeah, you know. Whereas I think a lot of us were a bit more kind of self-preservation in our heads and stuff. But yeah, yeah. she was very much like no, I'm, I, this is what I want to do. I'm going to go and do it, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's a funny thing. Have you? I mean, have you have you found have you found kind of something else that you can do because um, you can't play football as much? Have you have you kind of found uh, something to kind of uh, spend your time doing, or are you kind of just throwing yourself into the whole barbering thing? Well, um, because my family is quite invested into the barbering side of things, because my uncle's a barber and he's got his own business and things. Oh, cool! Um, I've I've kind of been brought up around barbering, so I've always had an interest in it. Eh? Yeah. Um, but. I kind of like. I just take. Still, I still take each day as it comes. Uh it depends how I feel in the morning because I still suffer with pain in my neck and my back. Right. And if I can, if I'm, if I wake up and it's sore, I'll relax. I'll take my medication. Um, but if I wake up and it's fine, I probably shouldn't. But I'll go for a wee run, clear my head. Um, just a bit of exercise. And if I, and if I'm not up to a run, if I can't do a run, like I don't run far. I, Probably a bit of short distance running, but it's good for my mind. It's good yeah. for my physical appearance as well. Um, I go for a walk. I go for a nice walk because it's, it's beautiful around here. Eh? Like we've got yeah. about ten minutes away. We've got a we've got this hill that you can go up and and you can see literally the whole of Fife. It's, oh, it's nice. gorgeous. Honestly, yeah, it's it's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's and everyone even even if you're listening to this, there's always something you can do. That's positive for your mindset. So don't don't think that there's nothing. There's always something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, even for me, like something something as simple as literally just whacking your headphones in, going for a walk, like that. That does it for me. You know, uh, like for me, I find like for me, going in the sea is like the oh, the biggest thing for me. Like if I can get mm. in the sea, whether it's ideally I can if I can go surfing or something like that, but. Even just like jumping in and going for a swim, like uh, I just come yeah. out. I feel like feel like you just leave everything in the sea with you know when you come out. Yeah, you feel you feel lighter. Um, yeah, exactly. It's just whatever makes you happiest, mate. You, anyone, even like anyone, whatever makes you happiest. If it's I don't know, if making food or uh, playing football or like you just said, swimming. It could be anything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. As long as it makes you happy, that's all that matters. Exactly. Um, so you you know you said or you know in the in the article and stuff it said you um, you know one of the reasons you kind of turned your your mental health around a little bit um, was watching the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder fight and that was in December. Um, uh, that was the first one. Of, of, was the was second one was in February, wasn't it? Or maybe I'm not sure. I yeah, thought, sure. second the because they had the first one in twenty something. Then they had. I'll check it now. Because uh, I I can't remember which one it was. Because I was at I was at the one. It was the first first week of December, end of first week of December, something like that. Because I was up in London with friends and we went. We watched it in a in a bar. But I can't yeah. remember. That was the first or second one. I'd had quite a few beers. Yeah. So. <laughs> when? Oh, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe that one was the draw. Yeah, February twenty second. Yeah, the first one was in December. The draw. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Not the year before, but the year before that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I seen that. Um, I actually, when I watched the fight, I was I was actually just lying in bed, eh? Yeah. I just watched the fight on my phone. But that's not what kick-started it. Right. I was watching the highlights. Okay. I watched, so I'd watched the fight on the night. <clears throat> and um, I watched the highlights, I think it was a couple of weeks later. And that's probably round about the start of lockdown time. Yeah. That's when I started getting better. So lockdown actually came at a good time for me to focus on myself. Yeah, that's good. Um, so lockdown, actually, I don't look at lockdown in a bad way. I look at it as if it was positive. No, for my I, mental. 
I had I had a pretty mate. I had a pretty nice time as well. I, I drove I drove back up to Scotland and I just hung out with my mum and a couple of my best yeah. mates were around the corner. It's chilled. <laughs> I had a nice time. It's uh, it's it, no, it was good. It was good good timing. I think it came at the right time because I watched that gave me time to to focus on myself and then the fact you were allowed an exercise a day as well. Yeah, like, that that helped me as well because I would actually go out for an exercise a day I would go for a walk probably yeah it was a walk or I wasn't feeling it I'd maybe try and push myself to try and go on a bike yeah. Um, yeah. at that point I still couldn't run because of my back and I'm only just starting to manage to get a run uh, nearly twice a week if that because I wake up sometimes and my back's sore eh? it just depends what I wake up like but I'm just I'm just happy I can stand on two legs yeah mate that's all that, like I suppose as well, lockdown must have been quite nice because, and I think I had this as well, because I kind of drove up to Scotland and was in the middle of nowhere and stuff, but I knew that it's not like all my mates were going out without me or anything, you know? No, I know, yes. It's, you, don't, you, don't feel, uh, you don't feel left out. Yeah. It's just, it gave you time to focus on you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I guess for you, for you being injured as well and stuff, like that that must must have helped quite a lot because it's not as I said, you're not like, Well, I need to walk to this place and meet my mates and then we're doing this and we're doing that, but I can't do that and this. It's just like Yeah. It was uh, and it was a game of a good time for me because as well, because the, the pubs were shut and it and it didn't give me a reason to go out and get drunk. Which would help me which relied I relied on uh, some drugs and drink for happiness as well. Um, and and the fact that the pubs were shut also gave me a helping hand because of lockdown. So that helped. So killed two birds with one stone, really. Two seconds, I can't hear you. There we go. Hang on can you hear me? Yeah, I'm back now. Did you hear me? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. Yeah. Did you hear me that whole time? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I think my mic... Oh, my mic muted itself. Apologies. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think, but I think, and from, from what I've realised of talking to a lot of people, I'm, I don't think we're alone in this. I think strangely, and some people are almost like a bit ashamed to admit it, but I think a lot of people did really get a lot out of lockdown. People really enjoyed it. You know, yeah. it, it's hard to say that when you're seeing on the news, all these people dying and all these, uh, you know, key workers, like, you know, working 20 hour shifts and stuff. So you, you almost do feel a bit guilty saying like, well, actually, I I found I found it really really helpful for me and I yeah no, I mean obviously hats off to the NHS and uh, to those that have lost their lives uh, during this pandemic um, rest in peace but like the lockdown in general uh, sort of helped me yeah I think I think it yeah it really um yeah I think it worked. So you, so you, you watch this, you watch this Tyson Fury fight. Then, so obviously he's, you know, and I, I mean, I'm, I don't consider myself much of a boxing fan, or even, you know, particularly close to, to kind of him. I've, I've not like read his, you know, the books and all that stuff, but I know that he had like a huge struggle with, with mental health, and that was, you know, pretty widely documented and all that. So I mean, did you, what well, after that fight? I mean, were you already familiar with him? Did you start kind of looking yeah. into, into all that well, stuff? I've, I've followed boxing for a while. Right. Uh, I used to, when I was wee, my granddad used to take me to watch Amir Khan. Um, okay. So I've, I've got, I've, he was a massive boxing fan. Um, so I used to go on wee trips to watch boxing fights down in England. Yeah. Um, so I've always been a boxing fan. I've always liked it. Um, I used to do it when I was, uh, a couple of years ago, I used to do it. And I mean, I just done it as a side thing, but because I, I found more success in football, I've done that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I followed Tyson Fury. Um, and his fight against Klitschko was... It was art. It was, it, was, like, it was just out of this world. It was yeah. some artwork. Honestly, it was, it was a great performance. Eh? And the fact that he got inside his head that game as well. Eh, that game, that fight. He got inside his, his head that game. I keep saying it again. That fight. Sorry, <laughs> we know what you mean. Yeah, he got got inside his head, and the, he went. He, like, I don't think it's talked about enough. Like he went to Klitschko, 
and schooled him. Like, he's, it was special. And then to see what he went through was horrible. It was, it was, um, I wouldn't have wished that on anyone. And yeah. the fact that he's came back from that made me think I can come back from what I came from. And I have. And that he inspired me when I watched that. Um, watched him fight when he won that and I was I was thinking to myself I was like he's came back from almost the bottom of the world and to yeah. the straight to the top like he, yeah. he's done it like and he's oh, he's honestly he's he's on, he, he's the reason I'm still here like yeah. I like yeah it's luck because I was sitting every night writing out suicide notes to my family to my friends um, I was writing goodbye letters, and and I'd wrote everyone that's close to me one. I'd wrote everyone yeah. one, and um, I was ready to go. And I actually, to the day where I attempted it, um, and, and by luck, I survived that as well. Right. Um, so luck must be on my side. Yeah, honestly. yeah. They want you um, here, mate. Someone wants you here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's some someone's. It's like it's like somebody's going, nah, he's not coming up here. Get yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It must be difficult, I guess, when because you know when when something like that happens. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I you know, I've I've always I'm I'm hesitant to like ask ask this kind of stuff, but you know, has that made you think about like you know religion and all that? Have you have you yes. started being like, holy yes. shit, there is literally someone looking out for me, or are you, yeah, are you just kind of? you know, go past it and go, yeah, yeah, you know, like what we just done there, like, yeah, yeah, someone's looking out for me, or are you actually like, yeah, maybe nice. I should believe in this now? I believe in something. I don't right. know, I don't know what it, like, I believe in something. Yeah. Something's there. I believe in some sort of God. Um, and, if, God, if you're watching, thanks. I know. Thanks for rejecting me up there. Um, yeah. No, I, I do believe in something because I don't know. I don't know how I've survived what well, I did. I, to say, I think I think your struggle to go through what you've gone through and not come out going, ah, you know, there must must be something else. There must be someone, looking. eh? Like somebody yeah. in charge just went, nah, he's not coming up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, he's got more stuff to do. You know that. You uh, know, yeah, he's, he's not as, finished yet. Yeah, as lame as it sounds, maybe you know. You know, I, I to, to a certain extent, I do, you know, I believe in the whole, like, you know, if you manifest something, if you think about something, if you're like, yeah, this is going to happen, then it will happen, you know, because yeah. I've kind of weirdly had examples in my life of where that has happened. Where if I fully believe and I'm like, yeah, this is going to happen for me, it does happen. So, like, yeah. maybe all, you know, there is a certain extent of that stuff with what you're doing now. Maybe you're meant to be, you know, talking about mental health on social media and, yeah. you know, becoming yeah. a figurehead in Scotland for that stuff, you know, maybe... You know, maybe maybe that's what you're what you're kind of meant to do. Maybe that's why he was like, "Nah, you're not coming up here, mate." <laughs> He's like, "Nah, I know your future. You're 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 not getting up here." Yeah, um, it's it's but, yeah, it must be really strange. Must be really yeah. Strange. No, it's, it's that, that's that's why I believe in something. Eh, like the fact that where I've came from, I feel like I'm on top of the world right now, and yeah. like it's it's just uh, like I don't know, like the people that were there for me and that. Like very very little people knew how bad it was. Only maybe one or two, and they know who they are, and they knew how bad it was. And they they were there picking up me, picking me up when I when I was down and crying my eyes out, and yeah. were there for me through everything. And them I owe the world to, and Tyson I owe the world to him as well because in theory he's he's the one that. That kickstarted me getting better. Yeah. So how did how did you how did you, how did you go about meeting him then? How was that? Did you did you just kind of by chance meet him or did you? Did well, you... I was on uh, I was on holiday in Morecambe, uh, right. at this place, this lodge place, South Lakeland Leisure Village, I think it's called. Right. Um, it's at Carnforth, just outside Morecambe. Right. And we were on holiday there, and pre we've been there previously, and uh, we found out that. Tyson Fury actually stays there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first time we were there, and we were like, oh, that's pretty weird. So we were in Markham the first time we went, like a, a month or so before, 
were in there and then we were out in Morecambe trying to see if he would be dotting about in Morecambe because we know he goes for runs in that. He posts it on his social media all the time. Yeah. Um, so then when we came back the second time, because we didn't meet him the first time, we came back the second time, um, it had got to the Tuesday because we went on the Friday till the Thursday and then it was the Tuesday that my mum and my gran and my brother had dropped me off back at the lodge. Yeah. Because I went, uh, because obviously the gyms were back open in England. Right. Um, and they're not up here. Uh, so I went into the gym to, I think, what was I? I think I was doing a, a bit of speed walking. Yeah. Because uh, I, I had a bit of a, a bit of a good day with my back. So I thought maybe I'll try and, try and see if I can get some running in. And, uh, I'm sitting on the running machine and my music stops. And I'm like, what is this? I'm like, hang up. I'm at the gym because my service wasn't good. So I'm like, hang up. Phone, phone's going again. And I'm like, hang up. Just, I'm trying, I'm at the gym, man. Just wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it goes again and I look who it is and I'm like, it's my mum three times. So I'm like, right, I'm going to need to phone her back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I phone her back and I'm like, what? What is it? And she's like, I've just met Tyson. I've just met Tyson. I'm like, what? She's like, oh, I've just met Tyson. I'm like, you joking? So like, no, me and Daniel have just met him. And I was like, no way. I was like, where? And she was like, oh, we just went for a walk through the park and he was in the park. <laughs> I was like, what? you're heavyweight champion of the world and he's just going for a walk in the park. But yeah. it's normal for them down there, eh? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, that's Tyson. He's in the park again. Like, he's just, well, he's kids in that. And it was totally normal. And then yeah. I was like, obviously, because I've, I've a fan, K, and this was like a couple of weeks ago and I was like, Oh, I'm 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 devastated. I want to see him. Eh? I want to see him. Yeah. And then um, they come back and they're like, I was I was annoyed. Eh? I was I was raging. I, I was in my room for the rest of the night. I was like, nah, I'm not speaking to you, mum. I'm not speaking to you. This isn't fair. Yeah. So then they got to the Thursday and I was like, nah, there's no chance we're seeing him. This this is it. This is gone. Yeah. Packed up uh, and went to went to Morrison's and Morecambe for our lunch before we headed down the road. And then uh, we're sitting there, and then we thought that we'd go for a wee walk along Morecambe uh, Bay before we went. Right. Uh, so we're, we're away to leave Morrison's. I suppose at the back of two. Um, and we're, we parked in this car park. But right. on the way there, we'd, I'd seen that Tyson had put a story up <laughs> playing golf at the golf club. And Morecambe, because he put up a video and he's like, we're here at Morecambe Golf Club playing golf. And I was like, right, mum. Let's go find him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'd parked up at the golf club at the front. And we're yeah. just, because we were getting some lunch, we get, we're getting some snacks and some, and a wee ice cream and that, because it was a warm day. Eh? Tyson comes down. And I'm like, like oh. he's in his car and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, <laughs> I just get my phone out and point at my phone, eh? And I'm like, I got a picture. He's like, I got a picture. Um, so then uh, my brother takes the phone and he's like, go on, put your hand up. You're like a fighting man. Come on. So, so I put my hand up as a picture and he's like, yes. And get, we get the picture and that. And then he's like, let the wee man, let the little man get a picture. And I was like, oh, I really appreciate this. You, you'll never know how much you've helped me um, with my mental health. Like, I'll owe it all to you. Yeah. And I don't think, like, I didn't get enough time because he looked like he was in a rush, eh? And I didn't want to keep him for too long. No, no. Um, and then off he went. And, and I, honestly, I I just, I don't know. I, I still don't know how this day I didn't cry, eh? I was just like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no way. I've watched him on my phone, on my telly, and he's speaking to millions around the world. Yeah. And like I've just seen him. I've been within two feet of him. Yeah. And I just couldn't believe what had happened there. And I got my picture with him. And then uh aye. And then I was starstruck. Starstruck yeah. definitely. Yeah. But, uh, I took the words right out of my mouth. I honestly I was I was just sitting there in the car home. I was like uh, tunes on, happy tunes. The happy song from Despicable Me was blaring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it was it was it was amazing, eh? It was like, it, like that would have been. He would get, he would get pictures on a daily. Him, like, you'll get people asking him for a picture. Oh, every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, would have yeah. been nothing to him, but to me, that was everything. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's that's the sign of you know, like 
like and I think I've seen a little thing about about Tyson Fury and that's everyone says that's the reason why he's such a good guy because you do get these famous people and when people meet them and ask for a picture like it must I kind of see it from two sides like it must be so hard when you're just trying to go about your daily business like yeah. you might just be going to the shops to pick up some food but and you've got people hassling you and stuff but at the same time like you've got no idea what a difference that could make to that person's day just taking like 60 seconds to be like thank you mate let's get you know it, it, it must be really difficult, you know, and it's... Yeah, that's probably why he stays where he does, because it's just everyone sees him and they're like, it's Tyson. Yeah, like, well, I, think, it's, I think that's it. The other week... I swear there's the a documentary somewhere about that. There's a documentary, I can't remember, I swear, I feel, I swear I've watched it, where it's, yeah, it's like about Morecambe and it's talking about him and they're all like, well, to everyone else, he's this heavyweight champion of the world, but to us, he's just a, another local, you know, he's... A, yeah, exactly, that's probably why he stays where he does, because... yeah. Everyone just ignores it and gets on with their life. Like, it's just, like, it's no day, like... It's probably good for him as well. It's probably good for him because I think a lot of his mental health problems, there was there was a lot of, like, booze and, and kind of, you know, stuff like that involved as well. So, I guess if he lived out in, you know, L.A. or whatever, or Vegas, there'd probably be a lot of those kind of vices around, wouldn't there? Whereas if you're just living in your hometown, he's probably, like, he can probably put more focus into boxing, you know? Yeah, he probably yeah. gets more attention in LA than he does over here. That's what I mean, exactly. Yeah, so it's probably better that he's kind of somewhere like down. No, like what I was listening. There's this thing about Post Malone. Post Malone lives in the mountains in Utah now because he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, because he was like, he was like, I hate LA. He was like, there's just all these people always just wanting to phoning him. Oh, let's go hang out and stuff. And he's like, they don't want to hang out with me. They just want to be seen. Hang around with him and be seen, be seen one. So they yeah, get it, it's just a personal agenda. So he was like. I just want to make music and stuff. So now he just lives in the mountains in Utah. And just That's the thing. That's like Anthony Joshua. If I'm correct, does he not still stay in a flat with his mum in London? Uh, yeah, so I read something like that. But that's, I mean, if I, you know, that seems silly. If I had that much money, I'd buy my mum a whole house by myself, you know? <laughs> I'd have about five, five cars. Yeah, <laughs> I'd buy my mum a house and I'd live in the house next door. I, I get it. I get it, staying low-key. But, I mean, come on, buy your mum a house, mate, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. No, but that's, it's just—that's crazy. That's, that's so, and, and that's another—that's another weird thing as well. It's another weird like fate thing of like you met, you know, you met him. I mean, you went to Morecambe, that makes your chances a lot higher. But like, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? But it's still—it's still weird, isn't it? That 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 happened after that. Oh no, it's it, how weird that it, it, it's weird that it planned out. But it's like what we we're talking about earlier. Like God rejected me because he must have yeah, done yeah. this. He was like, nah, mate, you got you got to go down to Morecambe and meet Tyson Fury." Aye. Aye. Tyson Fury survived. Just so you need to, you need to follow his story. Yeah, we'll be meeting him. Exactly. <laughs> so um, so I mean, you know, you I mean, I saw I saw that picture on um on your Instagram. Well, I was on Lab Bible, and then I went on your Instagram and stuff. But then I was saying uh, just before we start hit record, I was kind of. I did a did a little bit of a stalk on you before uh, before we did the podcast because I you know I usually do that a bit of research just so so I know what what to talk about and stuff and I saw like you know you're you're pretty active on like uh, on on TikTok and all that sort of stuff I mean is that is that something you're kind of just doing for fun or are you I think you mentioned earlier you're kind of deliberately doing that in the hopes to kind of build up a platform bigger so you can talk about mental health and stuff. Yeah, so it's kind of a bit of both, really. Um, so what I'm trying to do is create sort of a following um, where people can come onto my TikTok page because a lot my, my reasons behind TikTok is pretty simple. A lot of young people use it. Yeah. And if I'm promoting um, young mental health, that's that's the perfect like app to use it on because everyone's using it. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, it's and if I if I use TikTok and get loads of views and follows and stuff, like I'm not bothered. I I want to create this page where it's almost like a family where people can watch my stuff that are struggling and ha and have a laugh. Pardon me, and have a laugh. Yeah, or they come through my page for inspiration. Um, so it's sort of like this this page where if they're feeling down, they'll go on it and they'll be like, oh, that's quite funny. We're watching, like, watching some of the stuff because some of the stuff is quite funny. Like, and I, I post stuff yeah, that, yeah, exactly, yeah. that I think, if I was on the end of the phone, would I laugh at that? Would I be inspired by that? And I'd be like, yeah. 
Yeah, right, well, I'll post it then. And then I post it. Um, so that's my reasoning behind TikTok. I'm not doing it for the fame. <laughs> like, you see these people with hundreds of K followers and that, and I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it for the people that follow me, and I'm trying to inspire people and kickstart people's mental health. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to get them better. Well, I think um, TikTok as well. TikTok's one of those ones where it's it's so much easier to go viral on TikTok than it is on anything else. So I mean, you know, for you, I don't I don't think there's any shame in saying you want hundreds of thousands of followers because to be honest, yeah. if, if you're talking about mental health, you're doing all that stuff. The more followers you got, the better, you know, because you're you're yeah, doing exactly. something good with it. You're not just doing yeah. fucking stupid dances and stuff, you know. It's <laughs> no, no. You're okay. <laughs> doing a dance, I can't dance. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, maybe, you know, maybe you know. In the I think I'd lose followers if I started dancing. Yeah, <laughs> you might get more. You never know, but. I mean, you. So, did you, you? I saw you shaved your legs as well, or you waxed your chest, or you did something like what's that? Is that for mental health, or what's that for? So, what I'm doing is uh, my grand's going through cancer at the minute, oh, um, and she's getting help from a charity called Maggie's. Right. They're doing a lot of. They're having. They're helping us through this so much, uh, and honestly, I've not got a bad word to say about the charity. It's right. it's fantastic, eh? Like. Yeah. You go in and it feels like home. Like it looks like they've got this kitchen and couches and that, and uh, and and the one in Kirkcaldy that I go to. So they've got the couches set up and they're all comfy. Like they're all really comfy. And yeah. you go in and the people are chatty. They're so nice. Uh, so I, I thought to myself, I'm going to do a fundraiser for them. Yeah. Um, so I set it up and I said, when I get to 800 pound, I'll wax my legs. <laughs> But I didn't think we'd get to eight hundred pound, eh? I yeah, thought we'd yeah. probably hit five, six hundred. But within three weeks, mate, we'd hit nine, eight hundred. So we're sitting at nine hundred and seventy just now. Oh, really? I'm sitting thinking to myself, I'm going to need to get my legs waxed, eh? As soon as we <laughs> hit seven hundred, I'm like, nah, my leg hair's gone. Like, I'm going to be making an idiot of myself online. Yeah. So I got to the day and I'd got uh, my my aunt. Well, I call her my auntie, but she's a close close friend to the family. Right. Um, so I got my auntie to do it. Stick the, the, it was funny, eh? It was so funny. It was agony, eh? Like I got a tattoo today, and getting my legs waxed was way sorer. Honestly, <laughs> I'd get tattoos everywhere than than ever get my legs waxed again. Yeah. Honestly, it was painful. Eh? You heard? I was screaming. Eh? Like, I, yeah, was... <laughs> I, think I, wa- I think I watched. I watched a bit of the video earlier. I, I must have. Like, I, I didn't watch all of it. I'd seen enough, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, if you wanted to get your leg waxed, think again. Honestly, no. Yeah. <laughs> but at least they're smooth now. That's the main thing. Yeah, you, if, you get on a bike, if you get on a bike, you'll go faster now, won't you? <laughs> More aer- aerodynamic, mate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're streamlined like a seal. <laughs> Aye, but no, Maggie's is a fantastic charity. So I thought to myself, I'll, uh, I'll do a fundraiser for them. But we're nearly one grand now. Oh, sweet. Nearly a thousand pounds. So that's... Fantastic. So I'm going to be walking from Dundee to Kirkcaldy. And if you don't know how far that is, if you're listening, it's 34 miles. Whew. I know. And and it's not on, it's all like road access. So I'm having to go like through woodlands and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off-road. So it's a lot harder than, yeah, it's off-road. So Sweet. it's supposed to take 12 hours, but I'm going to try and beat it. But I'm, obviously because of my injuries and stuff, I can't do all... All of the walk, right? So my mum will be doing it with my auntie as well, uh, and then I've got two friends helping as well. So awesome. I'll probably be in about fifteen, twelve to fifteen miles. Which so still, it'll be quite good. Still, still a pretty big amount, to be honest. It's still quite a lot, eh? It's, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially the fact that ten months ago I broke my back and neck and things, and feared I'd never walk again, and now I'm doing this for a charity, like. Yeah, uh, uh, like, like, I still, I still want to be higher. I still want to raise more money, like, and do th- better things. I, I'm going to make this a yearly thing, the fundraiser for Maggie's, because they're yeah. such a great charity. Honestly, they're, they're such an amazing charity. Yeah, it's epic. I mean, you know, it'd be worth worth trying to do some stuff with mental health charities as well and things. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm planning to do. Yeah. Once I get my following up uh, on social medias, I'll start then doing stuff for the mental health charities as well. Yeah. Because it's it's such a it's such a great thing to do. I think 
like yeah one of, i mean the biggest thing to take away from from this really is like what what you've said is you know it's i think me- mental strength and mental injuries and stuff are just just as bad and should be taken just as seriously as physical strength and injuries yeah you know? definitely keeping exactly. keeping your keeping your mind strong is well i mean I think they go hand in hand, don't they? Like if you're if your body's strong and your body's fit and stuff, like you're gonna feel better about yourself. You're gonna you know feel good and stuff. You know all, all your problems. You know a lot of that's generalization, but a lot of the problems you've had have stemmed from having an injured body, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. You know? And and yeah. feeling feeling in feeling infirm, feeling like you're a prisoner in your own body. You can't go and do stuff. And I've got family as well who are in similar situations, and they you know they can't walk to the shops and back. You know without being sore and you know. It's um, it's really difficult to watch, you know, let alone be in it. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 uh, it was horrible that the physical pain I suffered, um, and and I know it was a lot of injuries, eh? But I'd I'd take all the physical pain again over the mental pain that I suffered. Yeah, one hundred percent. Honestly, I, I really would. Um, well, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't take it. Can't undo the past now, so it, it is what it is, eh? Like exactly, but you um, also you can't um. You know, you can't take a tablet for it. You can't do that. So you know, you've got to, you got, you got to practice kind of that keeping, keeping at a good level. Um, and that's that's a difficult part because it's a, it's a bit of a battle every day, isn't it? To go right, I'm, I'm good today. I'm, I'm feeling myself slipping, and no, right, okay, I'm going to do this to make myself feel good. And it's, yeah. uh, it's difficult. Yeah. But I think you know, you doing, doing things like social media and you know, like Maggie's and stuff. That must, it's similar to like. What came out must give you such like a purpose and all this that you're like, you know, it makes you feel good about yourself, doesn't it? Even yeah, though you're helping, you know, you're helping someone else, but you're like, you're achieving, you know. Yeah, I, I do. I feel, uh, I feel much better about myself than I did. Always used to, um, every day I used to sit and look in the mirror eh, for hours on end and just cry my eyes out. I used yeah. to hate how I look, um, and things like that. But I've, I've, I've learned to accept. This is who I am. Yeah. I'm not going to change. No. Like, no matter if I want to, I don't know, if I want to look like Zach Efron, that's not going to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to look like Zach Efron. This is who I am. And the sooner you learn to love yourself, the better. Well, you yeah. need to learn to love yourself before you can love anyone else. Um, right. Absolutely. You learn to love yourself, you start getting confidence in yourself. And everyone's beautiful in their own way like honestly like everyone is a, a fantastic beautiful person like it's it's a shame seeing that people feel less confident in their self yeah i know how I, when i felt less confident myself uh like i don't know i i just learned to accept that this is how i am like i can better myself i can improve myself but I can't change who I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I start to make changes and improve myself. And then I learn to love myself by improving myself. Yeah. You can't change who you are. You can only improve yourself. Exactly, mate. Yeah. And that's, that's all yeah. And that's all, that's all, yeah, that's all we can do. That's all we can do. Exactly, nice. So, um, yeah, I mean, fin- finish up. A couple of, couple of quick questions. Um, yeah. You know, quick kind of short, short fire ones. So, um. Uh, this used to be if you could be anywhere where would you be but I kind of edited that because a lot of people stopped saying like a physical location so that ended up making me feel a bit uh, a bit shallow so I was like where's your where's your happy place so it doesn't need to be like on a beach in Greece like where's your where's your happy place if you click your fingers now and you're somewhere or you're you know you're with someone where where do you feel most content um that's a good question it's, it's a difficult one yeah yeah where do I feel my most happy? So where I feel most comfortable and happiest? Uh, yeah, where you you know where do you feel you know yeah con- content? Where's yeah? In the presence of my loved ones. No, there he is. There he is. It's as a classic, eh? But well, in the that's pres- what, yeah, that's that's funny enough. That's what people were saying to me, and I'm in my head. I'm like, where's your happy place? And in my head, I'm like Brazil or somewhere like that. And then people yeah, were like, I, mean, I wouldn't mind being in Brazil, however. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, being in the presence of uh, the ones that that care most about me and the one that I, that I care about them, like I, like, well, I mean, I care about everyone that 
uh, that gets in contact with me about how they're feeling. I care about everyone, but the people I care about most, like my family and my closest friends. Yeah. Uh, the people that have helped me through my tough time. But, and when I'm with them, that's when I feel I'm at my happiest. Most comfortable, yeah. yeah. And when I'm doing things like, like I go fishing. I go fishing now. I enjoy yeah. that. Like, I don't mind fishing, eh? Still no caught a fish yet. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm sure when I catch a fish, that'll turn into my happiest place. Yeah, but, yeah, that, I'm sure that'll be good. <laughs> Aye, and definitely in, in the presence of my loved ones. Nice, nice. Um, obviously, you know, you said the last few 10 months and we've been in lockdown and stuff, so I imagine, I don't know about you, like, I, I watch a lot of movies, I watch a lot of TV, stuff like that. Have you, what have you, what were you watching in lockdown? What were you, do you have anything uh, on? I watched, I watched a lot of, a lot of films, a lot of, um, a lot of programs. I uh, I watched the one that I watched the most though, and I enjoyed the most was it's actually on YouTube, right? Uh, Tyson Fury is one thousand and fifty-eight days, right? Well, no, it's on BT Sport, but it's about Tyson Fury coming up. Oh, cool! Winning this, it's on BT Sport. If you take Tyson Fury BT Sport documentary, it's like yeah. it's a picture of him, and it's like one thousand and some in days. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's from when he beat Klitschko to, I think, I'm not 100% sure, don't quote me on that, from when he beat Klitschko to beating Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. But that, that and the notorious Conor McGregor uh, documentary, that's quite a good one as well. I think I've watched that. Is that on Netflix? Uh, it was, yeah. You get it on Sky. Right, yeah, yeah no, no, I've, I think uh, I've, seen, I've seen that one. That, that one's cool, actually. Yeah, it's good. It's good, like, and uh, the Hangover films, because they're funny. <laughs> just classic. I love the Hangover films. You just, yeah, they, 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 do, they do progressively get worse, but, like, the yeah. for me, the first one's, like, one of the funniest films I've ever seen. Well, the first one is the funniest, uh, and I think the best part of the whole one is when he buys the giraffe. <laughs> when he buys the giraffe right at the start of the third one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's driving down the highway with a giraffe. Oh, yeah, Asshole. it's poking out the car. Yeah, yeah. Aye, <laughs> uh, and he drives under a bridge and the head gets taken yeah. clean off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Causes a oh, car crash. He's just watching. Stops and just looks behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's his name? Al. Al. Al and eyes. He's funny, like. And then um, and then usually I do favourite sport, but obviously I guess I guess for you that would be football. But now that yeah, you're back here... Yeah, Eh? Football and boxing. Football 100%. and boxing. Will you be able to? Will you be able to play play football again? Do you think, or you know? Yeah, I've been told no. Nah. I've been told no. Uh, um, I'm still in that stage of acceptance. Right. Um, but I, I, I like to. I love watching it. Eh? Um, and I'm in the, still in that stage of acceptance uh, to the fact that I can't play football again. Um, because even if I go up for a header, eh? Because I've got the pins on my neck. Oh yeah, right. I'll have right. to um, I'll have to link you up with. I did a podcast with a guy called Finn, um, yeah. who he's got. They've got a football team in Edinburgh called Mental Mechanics, and it's all about mental health. And they play football, and they've got oh, like they got pink, uh, pink, pink strips, and they it's all it's all about that. And they started it because um, one of their friends unfortunately took his own life. Um, so they they all started this this football team. They're based up in the Highlands, but now they're all down in Edinburgh. So the team's in Edinburgh. Um, oh, but my, yeah, definitely. Me and my friend, uh, my friend Charlie, who's a, he's a, an amazing like videographer and stuff. We went up there last month and we like shot a shot a short film about them um, on during a day when they were practicing and stuff. So when that comes out, I'll send you it and stuff. But yeah, yeah well, you're, do. you're not too you're not too far from them. But they they're they're hoping to do all sorts of stuff with with mental health and football and stuff in Scotland. Yeah, so well, definitely. Yeah, it'd be good to get in contact with him, like. So yeah, no, Finn's, Finn's such a nice guy. I mean, I've listened listen to the podcast I did with him. Um, but yeah, it was uh, we were up there for a, a couple of days last month in Edinburgh, and we just did like a video shoot with all of them, and it's 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 pretty cool what they're doing. They're just, I, I think you know, I'm only about forty minutes from Edinburgh. If I, yeah, yeah, so exactly. So it's perfect. Yeah, Thanks no, I'll, I'll um I'll I'll link you up with them. Um, yeah. nice. Well, Cameron, thank you so much, Cami. Thank yeah, you so thank much you. for coming on, mate. Yeah. It's been um. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and you're, yeah, you're far too aware of mental health for a 19-year-old than than you should be. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a lot of people say that, but um, it's awesome. I wish I wish I had 
like half the awareness and like confidence about it that 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 you have when I was nineteen. I mean, I'm, I was turned twenty nine two days ago, so I mean, I'm ten years older than you. But I, I seen a comment actually on Lad Bible, and uh, <laughs> somebody had commented on the post. Now I was looking through the comments just to see what people are saying in that. Yeah, somebody commented. He was like. 19, 19 going on what, 29? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a brilliant comment. Like, that's a winner. <laughs> mate, they're, just, they're jealous. They're jealous of the beard, mate. That's all it is. They're jealous of the beard. Yeah, that's I've had to trim it down. But if you're listening, my Instagram is kamisale1. Uh, S-A-I-L-E is how you spell my second name. Yeah. And my TikTok is one Yeah. And from, from there, can they donate to the, the Maggie's thing? Yeah, so that's in my... TikTok bio. Right. So in my TikTok bio, I've got the link. You just click it and then you click donate. It's through PayPal, I think. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. So real simple. Yeah, guys, get on, get on and do that. Good cause. Um, and yeah, follow, follow Cami on Instagram as well. Um, yeah, give him, give him all the support you can get because, um, yeah, I think what, what you're doing, what you're doing is a really good thing, mate. No, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. you the same goes for you as well. This, this great podcast. You're a yeah. great guy and you should be proud, honestly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, um, yeah, stay tuned uh, for, for the next one. Please like, uh, share, subscribe. You can follow me on Instagram at the After Hours Lounge um, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Uh, thank you very much, guys. And we will see you for the next one. Thank you.